Hello, welcome to today's episode of the Rocks Life podcast. Today I'm chatting with Australian High Rocks athlete James Kelly. James was last on the podcast back in October 2022, a few days after he'd won the men's pro race in Birmingham, where he went sub 60 minutes on his High Rocks debut. He's now back in Europe to race in Cologne this coming weekend and to try and gain back his spot in the elite races at the upcoming World Championships. We had a really good talk all about how he's changed his training in recent months, his race plans, his approach to coaching, uh, how he likes to prepare his quest bars and lots more. It was a really good discussion as it always is with James. Uh, There are parts where there's some background noise, both on my side with my six-year-old and our friend at home on Easter holidays and on James's side as he was in a Cologne hotel lobby. So I apologise for that, but you can still hear us both clearly enough. Uh, This coming weekend, there's races in Cologne and Malaga. Uh, There's a preview post over on our Instagram at Rocks Life. So good luck to you if you're competing in those. And on the website at rockslife.com, we've just put up an article on steps to make sure that you're taking to help minimize injury risk when you're doing your running training for high rocks. So that's well worth checking out when you can. Okay, let's get into the show. Really hope you enjoy this great chat with James Kelly. All right, we're live. James Kelly, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Good to be back. Feels like a feels like a while. It Thanks is a while. This, it's just over, just under six months, I think. It is. You're the first guest that we've had back on the show, so I hope you're honoured. Oh, mate, I feel honoured. I feel honoured. Was that? Yeah, it was six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was just after. It was just after you won the pro race in Birmingham. Yeah, I feel like I. Uh, I'd been living or I'd been visiting the UK for three weeks and I was picking up a little twang. But now that I've uh, come back to Australia, I think I still have my Aussie uh, Aussie accent. <laughs> you're, in, you're in Cologne now, so you might get a German twang. I know, mate. I feel like I um, I feel like I should learn a little bit of um, German, but um, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's... Um... If, if, I mean, people should obviously listen to to the previous episode. But if we set the scene for for where you're at at the moment, so you, you've essentially run two high rocks races in the past, two pro races. You won your first one in Birmingham in October 2022. Um, did a sub sixty there, uh, and then a few weeks later you ran in London. Uh, and since then you've you've not raced, right? Correct. Yeah, I was obviously invited to the North American and European Championships um, early this year, but due to the fact that I was back home in Australia, um, I, I, and and a, a couple of reasons, um, I wasn't able to uh, make my way over. And and I look back at it, and um, um, I feel like it's one it's one of these things where as as athletes. Uh, first of all, self-funded athletes as well. Um, it's very hard to just go, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. So I just had to choose wisely, to be honest. And uh, the reason why I'm back in Cologne now and then obviously going to Hong Kong and then obviously Manchester, um, the World Championships, the reasons why, th- those are the reasons why I um, couldn't actually make those championships has it been like sitting at home in australia and seeing all the fast times come through and slowly yeah. get knocked out of the elite rankings and everything like that yeah it's it's been um 
it's been a bit of a ride um, because, you know, I was able to do a sub 60 my first race. And to me, I, I still uh, reminisce on that because as you knew um, or, you know, my story is simple. I just found Hyrox online, decided that I was going to be okay at it, booked a flight, did Birmingham one. Um, to me, like my journey as a athlete, let alone a, a coach now, hasn't even started. Um, so, you know, it's so exciting that Hyrox has uh, decided to come to Australia, number one. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, it feels as if it's been a, a, a long journey the last six months of just like trying to work out whether or not I'm going to the world champs as an age group um, in my age group or in, in, in the elite 15. But that's one of the reasons why I'm over in Cologne right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're just so people are aware you're currently sitting. Uh, I think you're the, you're the 19th fastest male pro athlete of this season. Really need to be in the top 15, right? For, for, for the elite race, uh, assuming everyone comes along. How, how do you feel your fitness is like right now, like for this Cologne race? compared to where you were at Birmingham? Yeah, um, without sounding too confident, I'm I'm definitely fitter uh, than last October, um, specifically Hyrox uh, fitness. Um, again, you know, I talk about like uh, with a lot of my athletes, um, the sport that we are playing, let's just say, on training for um, – you know, and and sport in general, there's so many variables. So uh, into play, I have done what I can do and everything that I can do to put myself in tip-top shape for one, the Cologne race on Saturday, but also the Hong Kong race in three weeks' time. Um, what I mean by the variables, you know, if I end up not cracking back into the Elite 15 this weekend, well, um it's not necessarily um, a reflection of just my my own fitness. It's a reflection on um, a, a couple of things. So um, yeah, I've had a great uh, great six months of kind of training, get, getting my uh, head right as well with it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm more so just really excited to race again. It's been it's it's been too too long. Yeah. You're um, you're you're presumably focused on Hyrox training wise and have been since since Birmingham, right? Um, would you would you say that you've changed anything in your training, like in this in this most recent block compared to like pre Birmingham? Yeah, definitely. Um, pre Birmingham, I was coming in very blind, um, and you know, um. I didn't I didn't know what to expect at all. Now now that I've done two races, now that I understand what the actual race is all about, um, I've been very strategic with my training the last especially the last three months. And it's very it's it's very um it's very cool and it's very exciting for me as an online Hyrox coach now to not only be um, trying to get the best out of my own body and my own fitness, but doing it for a number of athletes. Um, I'm I'm learning on the go and on, on the fly 
with um, programming and best um, best ways to periodize for a high rocks race, best ways to um, program for strength, program for running, et cetera, et cetera. So to answer your question, um, I'm definitely more specific high rocks um, right here and now. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see if it pays off on Saturday. Have you changed your mind on anything in, in recent months? Like, as opposed to just becoming more specific in high rocks, anything like running wise or training wise or strength wise or anything like that, you might've changed your mind on or, well, or not it's, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, it's a topic of discussion that I hear through your podcast, through a number of other social media platforms, um, um, with respect to the best ways to program and the best ways to train for high rocks, right? And my belief over the last, you know, five, six months since my since Birmingham has been to try to critically get better at each individual component of the race as opposed to doing it all at once. Yes, I do high rock simulations and, and compromise running, but... Um, I'm a big believer now as an athlete and as a coach that you need to get better at all the specifics individually before actually putting them all together. So a lot of my training and a lot of my athletes training um, is, you know, specific running threshold sessions, um, specific strength endurance sessions, specific lower body um, um, lunge sessions, really getting, really targeting a, a, a focal point of the race. Um, so yeah, it, 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 as I said, um, I haven't, I haven't raced in quite a while, so it might, um, it might not do me justice, but, um, I, I personally feel as if, um, I'm ready to go more so than even Birmingham and, and London due to that type of training. Um, and you know, a lot of my athletes are saying the same. Um, a lot of my athletes are saying that, um, they're feeling as if they're getting better at, at running specifically, which is, you know, as we all know, it's a, it's a compromised running session, mm -hmm. compromised running race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your like running volume at the moment? Roughly. Um, I do four running workouts per week. I call them workouts, running sessions a week. Um, two, two of them are very um, quality. Um, and then um, two of them are zone two. In terms of actual um, running volume, I'm not running more than uh, 50 kilometres a week because I personally feel like I think I said this in my last podcast, you got to be specific, right? And um, the specificness of Hyrox is that you need to be good at one kilometre interval. So I'm doing a lot of threshold work, um, a lot of um, a lot of pacing and, and a lot of, uh, um, uh, you know, fast running um, with one, one or two zone two runs in, involved as well. Okay. Okay. All right. And if we just, uh, uh, this might be a stupid question. <laughs> you, you were slightly slower in London, whatever it was, I can't remember, four or five weeks after Birmingham. Uh, and I know, like what, like we said, there's a number of variables in a race. It's not just purely your fitness and everything like that. But uh, 
do you look back on that London race and maybe think that you did anything wrong in in between Birmingham and London? No, not not necessarily. Like I know for a fact that I my game plan was wrong of the race. Um, I went out too hot trying to keep up with Tim, um, and in fact that uh, that really um, stung me for the last half of the race or the last quarter um in between london sorry birmingham and london um i was in a great place i was i was training well hitting paces um do, do, doing everything right but it's just funny you know like it's i put it down to that that's just sport and you know that's just life sometimes you just think that this is the right way to go about a race and it's not and you just, you just learn from it um yeah yeah and there's there's a huge amount to be gained from experience purely in in Hyrox and yeah. like, you're only two races in right so uh so, so yeah um how do you feel about the we've talked i've talked with a few people on, on this podcast about how they feel about the the qualification process for the elite races and how it's based on time and everything like that how, how, how do you feel about that what's your opinion my first thought of my first thought, sorry, my my first thought is that, um, geez, it must be hard from the high rocks point of view as a business because they're they're trying to create this fitness sport um, glo globally now to try and to try and target a lot of different demographics the the um, the professional athletes. Um, the weekend warriors, etc. Um, so my first thought is, geez, like I don't know if there's a right or a wrong process for it. Um, that's my that's my belief, and and that that that's how I view it. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's out of my control. So as an athlete, um, I personally shouldn't be worrying about it at all. Um, now, if I did have control of it, would I change it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I personally think that if it wants to be created into a global fitness sport, um, you, you know, you should be awarded if you win a race. Um, and, you know, that's easier for me to say because I won my first one. But I feel like if they want to if they want to stretch the the actual demographic of elite um elite racing then um people would love the idea of 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 traveling to 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 races because of um different different ways to to win a race compared to you know uh doing it in the US or doing it in Europe or doing it in the UK um i feel like there should be a little bit more professionalism behind that area. Um, I don't know if there should be a, a time time constraint or you know a, a cutoff time for the to make the elite fifteen. As I said earlier, I'm so fresh with this sport um, that I'm just enjoying the journey of it. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it's funny because like. Um, we as athletes, we as coaches, we as lover of or lovers of Hyrox are very easy to be 
um, critical and, and, and have our opinion, but God, it must be hard from their end as well. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. There's, there's yeah. no easy answer. Certainly when, when you think about it, like a, like a business, you might come up with a different answer to what you might come up with as an athlete. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's certainly, uh, I was just looking at the starting list for, for Cologne and Malaga this weekend. And there's, there's a lot of athletes competing, a lot of big names competing. So it's, it's, it's going to be good to watch. Um, it's exciting, and, yeah. yeah, 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 and some of that excitement is is almost caused by the need to get a time as well because everyone's desperately trying to do it. So from a a spectator perspective, it's probably quite good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I I know um, amongst many, but I know Bo Williams is um is racing. I know Tom Hogan and and Tim are racing. So. Um, if I want to try and scrape back into the elite 15, it's only, it's only good that, um, really quality athletes, uh, are actually racing with me on, um, on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, I, I had a question come in from, from someone who said, uh, you, you probably saw that Hunter, uh, McIntyre broke the world record recently in, in, in Barcelona, uh, the question was how how can he be beaten at the world championships this year uh, do, do you do you have an opinion on that well, i have an opinion on that Abs- absolutely um like i'm i'm a i'm an aussie um i'm an aussie larrikin who hates to lose so even hunter mcintyre breaking his own world record by 2 minutes the other day I still, my first, my first thought is, is, is how can I beat him? And, and the answer is, um, he, he is able to be beaten. However, like I am still absolutely blown away by him. Um, especially being, um, being, being away from racing, Pyrox specifically for so long and then just coming back and absolutely blowing blowing the uh race out of the water like um i i have so much more respect for him doing that than i did before um you know to be simple though like um sports are funny sports are funny game or sports are funny things um it's one of these things come, come world champs. Um, you know, if he doesn't rock up with the right attitude or, um, he feels as if he's, um, well, sorry, a little bit more complacent. Geez. There's a lot of other athletes knocking on his door. Very, very, uh, close behind him. And it's, it's just a matter of him not rocking up correctly to, to just let, uh, someone go by but sorry to answer the question i don't know how but it's possible absolutely okay cool um you, you touched on earlier that, that hyrox have announced there's there's events in australia um coming up in august actually in sydney and melbourne uh, you, th- you think it's going to be well received down under i think so mate um you know Australians, you know, I obviously got brought up, born and bred Aussie. We're very competitive. Um, we love our sport and we love to win. Um, we're very competitive with ourselves, but obviously with other Aussies as well. 
Um, I feel like the fitness demographic or the fitness industry in Australia has been waiting for something else to pop up. Um, personally, and it's my opinion, it's obviously not necessarily correct, but we're over CrossFit. Um, we, we need something else. And I think because of how much we love running at the moment down, down under, I feel like the Aussies are just absolutely going to love it. Um, especially the, especially the communities of group, group fitness. There's, there's a big component of group training still in Australia. Um, I, I can just see, you know, gyms upon gyms and communities upon communities just really rallying together and getting amongst Sydney, Melbourne. It might be, it might take a couple of, um, events to really get underway. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just super excited for it. Um, um, myself. Yeah. 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 Um, assuming that we we get some Aussies watching this who are going to be competing for the first time in a few months, what would be your like a few tips that that you've got for a first timer coming into High Rocks? Uh, what what springs uh, to mind? Few tips, few tips. If you haven't compromised run before, start now. Um, that's that's easier said than done. But um, my 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 main belief as a athlete and as a coach is that. Um, Yes, you need to be good at running. And as I said, in, individually, you need to be good at running and the stations individually. But we all know the, the Hyrox race is a, is a compromised running race. And we know that there's been athletes out there that are very good runners that, 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 that fall really short because they're not used to the stimulus of running and, and workload, running and workload. Um, so... My, my biggest tip is to try and engage in, in workouts that, that is just compromised running, whether it is with weight or not, but you just got to get, get, get amongst the workouts that really challenge you doing interval running into, into station work, interval running into station work. Um, as a, as a first timer, you just got to get used to that type and, and style of stimulus before anything. Um, yeah. And it'll be interesting because there's a lot of training down under at the moment that, that does that uh, already. Like there's a lot of gyms out there that, that do a lot of compromised running. So it'll be really good if people, um, it'll be really good for uh, some, you know, weekend warriors and, 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 and athletes down, down here to actually uh, be able to put it in a race format. Yeah. Hmm. I remember you saying as well that like your your Aussie rules background had probably helped you come into something like Hyrox as well. Like that 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 blend of speed and endurance and strength it, it prepared you quite well without even thinking about it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I know for a fact. Like, um, I don't know if they'll be able to do it, but I know a few Aussie rules players that I've played with, and and um, a lot from Melbourne actually. Um, who who I could see going really well because the Aussie rules stimulus is or the Aussie rules stimulus is that fartlek style compromise running where you're you're um, you're actually um, making sure that you're freshening up by still working. You know you're you're really trying to produce a really intense effort, but then you're also trying to recover 
whilst working still and 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 that type of stimulus as opposed to just on off on off so um it'll be interesting to see if we get a lot of afl players and i really hope they all get amongst it yeah yeah um we change it, change, change the subject a little bit. We spoke about uh, last time you were on the show. We, we spoke about you, you felt like you had grit when you were competing, and like a lot of your training in 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 your past in your childhood had, had given you that grit. Um, and I talked to to people on here about like what they think about when they're competing and when the going gets really tough. Like, what 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 do you think about? Where does where does your mind go? How do you focus? How do you stay sort of like positive during the race uh i'm interested to know um mine's simple i think about my family um emotion to me creates energy um whether it is good emotion or bad um now um i haven't had many hiccups in my life along the way touch wood um but I've had some ups. I've had a lot of downs as well. Um, and and the ability to to step out of your um, step out of yourself and actually reflect on is this actually is this actually tough what you're doing in a race compared to um, other times of your life and other times of of other people's lives um who have suffered um you, you know it's it's really it's really fascinating because what we do is a choice we choose to you know do a high rocks race um so my philosophy of 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 my mindset sorry my mindset going into a race is that i'm so excited that i'm i'm able to do this um and I'm I'm really excited to to um to make my partner Georgie proud, to make my family, my mum, my dad, and my sister proud. Um, but deep down, like, and I'm not afraid to say it, I've got this burning like fire inside me still that's trying to prove myself, um, trying to prove things to myself, and. You know, like I'm trying to make myself proud. That's what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. Um, because geez, geez, like I'm 29 years of age now, and um, I'm just getting better and better as an athlete. Um, and yeah, it's it's fascinating the mindset going through a high rocks race. Um, and. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, as we know. Um, but you know, what what gets you through is is um, the emotions, and to me, it's my emotions and my thought processes of my loved ones. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. All right. Um, I've got some questions for a quick fire round. Wait. Here we go. So, uh, last last time you mentioned that you like to work out to Bieber, so. <laughs> First question is, what's your best song to work out to? Favorite song to work out to? I've actually um changed changed a little bit, mate. Um, I think it was because I had some time in the UK. I got into some UK grime, 
So I love a bit of um, I love a bit of Stormzy at the moment. Right. Um, do, do you know who Stormzy is? I know who Stormzy is. Yeah, yeah I, I don't listen to him, but <laughs> yeah, mate, he's he's my go-to at the moment. He he really gets me fired up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you got any pre-race rituals or superstitions? Um, not really, to be honest. You know, like I eat the same, um, have the same amount of uh, coffee. I have three coffees a day. It's funny though, because racing at 7.30, 8 o'clock PM at night, it kind of really gets you um, out, of, out of whack. Um, so I don't really have any pre-race rituals or, um, or anything like that. It's just trying to keep very uh, routine with what I'm doing. Have you changed? It's quite a late start, right? In Cologne, that you've got. Have you have you changed your training times in the past couple of weeks to to prepare for that, or just not bothered? Um, no, because like you know, I was here on Monday, so I'm I'm actually I don't I don't think I'm jet lagged one little bit. Um, Eight p.m. Cologne time is actually four a.m. Brisbane time, and I normally train at five a.m. in the morning anyway. Um, or I'm up and about doing something. So no, um, I haven't. I've 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 been meaning to have a look at, you know, doing a session uh, this week at about eight pm. But I don't think I will. Um, you know, I've done the work already, um, and it's more about come come game day really being prepared um, for the race at eight pm as opposed to actually fitting in a race, fitting in a workout. At, at the chosen time right now, it's not really going to do me any justice. So, um, so no, mate, nah, I haven't really changed much. Okay. Um, you mentioned your love for Quest bars last time we spoke, but you said you said there was a specific way of eating them, and then I failed to ask you what that specific way was. Well, it's funny. It's actually been a yeah. I've I've actually fallen out of love for them. Oh. However. You know, um, the best way is to actually take take the Quest Bar out of the wrapper, right? Put a tablespoon of peanut butter on top and then you put it in the microwave. Got to microwave it for 30 seconds, no more, no less. And it's just, it's just amazing. It's just the right temperature um, and, and the right hardness as well. It's just absolutely perfect. Next time when I'm come over to... Um, Manchester, I'll bring you one because I don't think they sell them over here, do they? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like they're certainly harder to find than they used to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll bring you one. Come, uh, world champs. All right, nice. <laughs> um, best experience so far in sport. In sport, <laughs> definitely the last two years. I've uh, won two premierships with the. Um, Cooper Footy Club, um, and they they have been my favourite sporting moments. Um, just just being a part of a team, and and I just love team sports. Um, going through the journey of of a of a season um, with the same people, the same boys, the same lads, and you know, it's just amazing to um, to to embrace like a premiership with people. Um, I could easily say like my, my favorite moments is, you know, breaking, 
a sub three hour marathon or stuff like that. But to me, it's the moments that I'm sharing with a lot of people and, and my best mate. So the last two years, I've been privileged to win two premierships with the Cooperu Footy Club and they've been, they've been unreal. Yeah. yeah. Um, toughest thing that you've ever done in sport? Toughest thing I've ever done. And to date, nothing comes, nothing comes close sport or in in fitness exercise i was able to um work for my father when i was a little bit younger who took um who took um trips to mount kilimanjaro in kenya sorry tanzania sorry tanzania long story short i was one of the the tour guides with the um with the proper tour guides over there but um i was asked to do the kilimanjaro trek twice in a row I had to do the um, the summit summit climb one night, come back for one night, and then do it another second time um, in the space of three nights. And to to date, there's nothing there's nothing that I've done that comes even close to that mental toughness that I went through though that night, um, especially with the altitude, the cold the weather um yeah um nothing nothing comes close to doing kilimanjaro twice in the space of three three nights wow how yeah. old were you then 19 okay it, it was about 10 years ago now yeah about 10 Amazing. years ago yeah nice. all right um zone two training overrated or underrated underrated absolutely underrated um my athletes and i um do at least one zone two specific workout a week um think about if your zone two is if your zone two threshold is um this big your 80 to 90 percent um isn't going to be as big as it should be what i'm sorry that didn't really make sense but if your zone two threshold is is large it only makes your 80 90 100 larger so you've got to start from zone two i believe you've got to really um build a base more than anything it, it's better to build a base than starting trying to do interval training and and race pace training now you, you've got to start from zone two okay um Pure strength work. This is in the context of high rocks. Pure strength work, like heavy deadlifts, heavy squats, overrated or underrated? Depends on the individual. Um, um, if you do have a solid foundational strength as as a person, definitely uh, overrated. Um, personally, as an athlete training for high rocks pure strength i don't i i do i do one pure strength session a fortnight um if that depending on what's coming up um but the answer to the question is it's specific to the individual if you don't have a if you haven't been lifting for at least a year if not more than that to be honest um then you should have have a couple of pure strength sessions a week. Um, but if you've been a developed high rocks athlete for a year or so, 
understand how, you know, the sleds work and whatnot, pure, pure strength work is definitely overrated for, for high rocks. Mm -hmm. um, we spoke before how, how well the race is put together and all the elements playing to each other and so on. But if you could make one change to it to make it more perfectly suited to you, oh. what would you do? Um, so the first thing that comes in my head is just, is a simple one, just double it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like as in what I would do is actually do two kilometre intervals or two two kilometre uh, um, yeah in intervals and then double all the station and and reps um, to suit me the the longer the better for me um, and that really gets me fired up because like I know for a fact that not many people are like that you know like <laughs> so yeah it's just double it triple it quadruple it you know. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting yeah. um post-race food what's what's your go-to snack or meal oh, after a race uh, i i'm a my my partner georgie has has um has had to um talk to me about my my fetish for chips and aioli just for just fat hot chips and it's got to be with aioli just love it um but they've got to be They've got to be fat chips, not 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 fries. Um, yeah, chips, chips with aioli. I oh, I could go to town on them. <laughs> uh, last one of this this little round is uh, what shoe? What shoe are you going to wear for the race? I've got Nike Zooms and have been wearing Nike Zooms for quite a while. Um, yeah, so they're pretty fresh. Um, only two weeks old, but I've done. I've done a lot of work with them already and they, they're feeling good. They're feeling fast. Right. Nice. Um, <clears throat> any questions you, you wish I'd asked before we, uh, before we finish up? Uh, nah, nothing, nothing so far, mate. All right. Nah. All right. All right. Um, so you, you, you offer coaching, like you said, you're doing online coaching. Can you talk about that? Talk about the process, maybe how it's different, how it's the same, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I started my online um, coaching business, JK Hybrid Training, pretty much a month before Birmingham last year. Um, I just went all in. I've been been in the industry as a PT and a group trainer for, for 10, 10 or so years. Um, and to be honest, it's the best thing that I've ever done because um, it's really it's really given me um, the motivation and um, and the passion to try to get the most out of individuals, um, and that's what I'm I'm loving. I was really skeptical um, skeptical of doing it online, but I really love the online um, journey with people because. Um, you know, we communicate on the daily still, um, and uh, it's very individualized. The style of training or the my, my approach to coaching, and I think it stems on, or it stems from how I got coached as a youngster by a number of quality coaches, is that 
if you want to get the most out of someone as an athlete, you got to get familiar with them as a person first. You you got to understand their their why and 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 why are they doing what they're doing. Um, I was lucky enough, and I think I spoke about him uh, in the last podcast. But my running coach um, at school, Craig Gunn, Gunny. Um, you know, he, he was so good at trying to get the most out of an individual athlete because he knew how to target them from an emotional, from an emotional point of view. Um, so, you know, fast forwarding, um, what I learned back then, um, I'm trying to replicate that in my own coaching. Now, as I said, my coaching philosophy for any sport, let alone Hyrox, is that it's got to be individualized um, because there's no point doing the exact same workouts for everyone because um, it just defeats the purpose. What's the point of doing the same workouts for a for a 60-minute uh, pro men Hyrox racer um, compared to a 90-minute women's open racer? Um, you can't give them the same workouts you just can't that's why my process of coaching is it's very simple it's just understanding that person number one why they're doing or why they're trying to get involved in Hyrox. number two um i put them through a couple of fitness tests understand what they've come from is very important and and their history with training um, and then from there, it's a it's literally just a day by day um, learning curve for myself and them. I'm trying to um, I'm trying to get the most out of them every day. I'm I'm I should have bloody I should have um, shares with WhatsApp because I literally spend that hours and hours upon end on WhatsApp with with my athletes going through their individual programming. We have our WhatsApp group together, um, which is great. Um, and yeah, like it's a real, it's a real journey for me because um, I, it's my first job that, sorry, it's not a job to me. It's my first time that I get so excited to wake up to, to try and get the most out of people, you know? Um, yeah. I think that summed it up. Okay, great. Where where should uh, people go if they want to find out more about that? Yeah, uh, sorry. Um, my Instagram, JK underscore Hybrid Training. There's a few links on my link tree there. You can have a look at. Um, there's a free consultation if you ever want to talk about uh, talk about training. Okay, all right, sweet. All right, well, thank you for this. Appreciate it. It's been great again. Um, good luck for for Cologne. Good luck for Hong Kong. Thank you. Yeah. Um, appreciate you joining us. Any any final words? Any final things you'd wish I'd asked or anything? No, mate. No, just appreciate um, what you do. Loving the content and really, really, um, really, really enjoying what what you're doing. And um, good luck for London uh, for you. yourself personally. And obviously, see you in uh, Manchester in a in a month or two. Yeah, absolutely. All right, brilliant. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Right. Appreciate Take it. Take care. See you, everyone. See you, mate. Bye.